Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an intrepid episode of The Gold Standard with Alan Mosley. And here's your host, Alan Mosley. What episode are we up to now? 38. 38? 38. Eventually, we're going to run out of words for you to describe the no, show. No, I got a thesaurus, yo. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. No, I just make it up as I go along. Okay. I have no idea what the episode's going to be. I just come up with a word I think is pretty cool, and then I use it. All right. Well, fair enough. Thank you so much for joining us again on the show. If you like what we're doing here, you can join us on social media, which is facebook.com slash Mosley. Until we get deplatformed, we'll talk about that later. Uh, it's Twitter is at Alan and Mosley, but you really don't have to do any of that because you can just go to our website, which is thegoldstandardpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 38, 38, we have a very exciting guest we certainly for do. today. Absolutely. Our guest today, because we, we want to get right into this, is admin two of the famous meme page Liberty Memes. Uh, we know him as David Gay. You're going to know him as Admin Two, yep. but also Dadmin Two. Is that Dad right, David? Yeah. Um, people call me Dadmin nowadays for some crazy reason. I, I posted something in a group that we run for Liberty Memes, mm-hmm. and, and I posted that I was giving helicopter rides to commies to get them out of the group, and I, I signed it with "Daddy cares about you." And yeah. everybody just. Everybody just started calling me Dadman too, and then just Dadman, so that's just what I'm known by now. So I, I embraced it. Well, that's a that's a better explanation than they feel like you're an elder statesman that's starting to show your age. So, <laughs> well, or you got kids. I mean, am um, kind of an old dude. I'm 37. You know, it's it's old for some of the people getting on the interwebs nowadays. <laughs> well, this this is true. I mean, we had Tom Woods on the show just a few weeks ago, and one of his complaints to me was, he asked me, how old are you? And I said, I'm 33. And he said, because the reason I ask is, is that I'm trying to find young people that are, you know, going to be involved and engaged in, in liberty, because the average age of the liberty movement is really high. He's saying, and you're not one of those young people. Yeah, that I mean that's really what he was saying. What he was really saying is is so step your game up. I think that's what he was I think that's what he was driving. Don't look at, at me, I'm forty four, so yeah. Dr. Dr. Woods Savage. Yeah, exactly. So let's let's kinda let's kinda roll back to the beginning. Um, because we're we're going to get caught up with kind of the the social media circus that is today. But let's let's take a step back. You're wearing just an absolutely fantastic sweatshirt today. Yes, you are. So so that sort of kind of answers our first question, which is so so what was the birth of the the David uh, David Gay in the Liberty Movement, and what started his his path towards wanting to spread this message? OP, OGRP right here, OGRP. Yeah. Listen, um, Ron Paul was a candidate for office back in 2008, running for president of the United States. I heard about him in 2007 when I was looking for a Republican who would also be against all the wars that the uh, Bush administration was so fond of. Sure. Hating. And because the wars were so unpopular, but I thought that Republican ideals were still really popular. And, you know, the rest of this stuff is really good. So what we need is an anti-war candidate, get rid of this Clinton-era warmongering, and we could, we, could, we could clean up again and win another election. Those are Republicans. And I heard about Ron Paul, and I thought, this guy can't lose. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. So unfortunately, that's not the way this country works. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of powers sure. um, benefit from the Clinton and Bush and now Obama and Trump era of warmonger. Yeah. So they just did 
absolutely everything they could to stop him in 2008 and 2012. I was actually um, one of the New York State delegates for Ron Paul in 2012. Wow. I even got the great privilege of getting the introductory speech to Ron Paul's rally at Cornell University during oh, wow. the 2012. Wow. So, so that, that we were known, Peter and I, and my brother Peter, uh, for our activism with Dr. Paul. He even endorsed me twice to run for political office, once even on a hokey YouTube video of the two of us. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So we were known for being involved in that. And I also used to give like rally speeches at gun rallies and things like that. And so we were also making memes on our personal Facebook pages and those were getting shared all over the place. We were like, you know, we could keep track of these if we actually ran a page to see how far they're reaching. And that's kind of how they got it started. Well, so that, that's a perfect transition right there. So I, I, I take it you'd be the kind of person that would be pretty damn offended if they, somebody were to call you a keyboard warrior, because you've cut your teeth out there in the real world yeah. In the political process, in the community, yeah, there's the point. That's right. Listen, Sonny, I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, because a lot of these people are like, yeah, you just you just have, uh, you know, your keyboard set up in your mom's basement. And I'm like, I'm a grown-ass man. I got a wife and kids in my basement. <laughs> So that so that's that's the perfect segue then. So how did you go from uh, you know r- real quote unquote real world activism and, and working with the Ron Paul campaign, running for office yourself? How does the transition get made then to running a meme page on Facebook? Well, I'll tell you. Peter started the Liberty Memes page the same year that I started uh, that I ran my last campaign for office, mm-hmm. and I was running as a Republican, but I was endorsed by Ron Paul had a lot of support from around the country and Peters makes this page that's just like so gloriously anarcho-capitalistic and doesn't hide any of our viewpoints and I was really jealous of the way he could speak so freely Yeah, (laughs) and I'm like I'm running as a Republican I've got to bite my tongue I can't tell everybody all this insanely awesome libertarian stuff that I believe in and it just felt wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I started really getting involved after I lost the primary, that's old stuff, um, I felt so liberated that I could just say anything I wanted and post about absolutely anything and, and just tell everybody, you know, how I felt about it, whatever and, and make it consistent with the liberty message. Sure. And I just didn't feel that running for office afforded me the opportunity to be completely honest with everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, so Peter is the one who starts Liberty Memes, but you're, you're, you're taken in by, by the phenomenon, and you guys are posting memes. Uh, at what point did you guys kind of sit down together and say, this, this is not just a token hobby page? This is, this, like, this is reaching critical mass. At what point did you guys feel like this is a thing that's going to explode? It was when people started writing to us to ask us to appear at events. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first of those would be Timothy Martinez of the Texas State Libertarian Party. He invited us to speak at their 2016 convention. This is recently, two years ago. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we we really built the thing up for three years before it got to that point. Um, but we were just always posting, always posting. And we didn't care, oh, the algorithm's going to get me for posting too many times. We just kept posting. We ended up building the largest internet database of libertarian themed memes in existence. Wow. Over 30,000 libertarian themed memes. Mm-hmm. And so this guy, Timothy Martinez, invites us to speak at the Texas Libertarian Party convention. And we were like, wait, you know, we could, uh, this could grow. And that was when we were at 50,000 followers. Yeah. Two months, two months later, we posted a meme of Hillary Clinton. The day Comey decided that he was going to shy away from pressing charts. Yes. And we posted the meme that said, silly Americans, pause it for boarding. Yeah. And that went viral so quickly. And this is in the middle of the day. Most people were still at work. They hadn't seen the evening news yet. And it reached pretty much every American household that mm-hmm. was connected to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... It got taken down for violating community standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is because we were creating the news. We were showing people what they should what they should think. I mean, we were showing our viewpoint on the matter before the TV got to tell people what they're allowed to think about. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that transition us then to, to what was going to be my next question, which is, so the, the page is growing. You're starting to get serious notoriety you're starting to get requests to be speakers at engagements what was the first moment that you really had a serious run-in with the platform facebook well that that would be at that moment when we posted that particular meme that day we got taken down our page got taken down and they they sent us a notification that said we were temporarily disabled while they scrubbed for violations it's not the exact verbiage Mm -hmm. um but that's what they did. They went through and erased a bunch of our stuff. Sure. So, and then they put us back up, and we were actually back online by the time I got back on the internet that day. Peter was the one who suffered having, but we were both, both of us were had our accounts, uh, personal accounts suspended for an amount, an amount of time. Mm-hmm. I had my account suspended for 30 days, and the page got that warning that we were going to cease to exist if we kept violating standards. And that was the first time we got that warning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we said, hey, Facebook is coming after us just for posting bits about Hillary Clinton. And yeah. most of the Liberty community saw that and jumped on it and took the opportunity to write to independent media, to write their own blogs, to do hashtag save Liberty News. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been one of the top five stories on Drudge Report. That day. Yeah. Wow. So, so that's a moment then that Liberty means is – a lot of people started joining the page. And so during the, that presidential campaign, we went from 50,000 followers to almost 300,000. Okay, wow. So this is the moment then that you would say that even though you faced the adversity, Liberty Memes was genuinely a mainstream. Like it's, it's, it's touched the consciousness at this point yeah. because you've reached an audience yes. far wider than just your own organic growth up to that point. Yes, because it definitely reached outside of the libertarian echo chamber. And we realized, yes. you know, this is an opportunity for us to get this message to people who wouldn't ordinarily hear it and in a way that they can relate to it. And a lot of times we would actually post things that people were offended by, um, but they would see it and they would want to know why we posted it. And that's another opportunity that we got, you know, uh, 
our most offensive our most offensive meme according to if you do a survey is a picture of a bunch of black draped coffins inside yes. of an aircraft carrier and it says play stupid games win stupid prizes now that phrase belongs to conservatives in mm-hmm. reference to people who get abused by police yeah. you know conservatives love to say like stupid games win stupid prizes <laughs> you should have complied well, we used it to refer to people who got killed in the war. Yeah. And that can be very impactful. You know, somebody can see that and be like, yeah, that's, that's just wrong. How dare you? Those people are trying to... And so my idea is how about as a country we stop participating in this stupid game of war? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, okay, your stupid game of joining the military. I mean the argument can be made. But we're saying, you know, this country is participating in war and the reward we get is dead troops. Our children are dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so people hear that from me and they and, and some of the veterans who are, you know, they rapidly defend veterans, but at the same time they lean libertarian but actually start to take our viewpoint on that. Yeah. And a lot of people have come around, even from the most defensive meme, people have come around and said, you know what? I was wrong to be so dead set against your message. Mm-hmm. Now, I think this is an interesting point to kind of switch gears for just a second. You, you had mm-hmm. mentioned the difference between uh, just having your ideas bouncing around the libertarian echo chamber versus them getting out into the mainstream and, and taking some kind of hold, even if it even if it's just to fight against censorship or or what have you. Um, so I'm, I'm going to try to give you a, a chance to sort of speak on this one. Do you? Th- do you think it is better, in hindsight being 2020, with everything you've gone through with Liberty Memes, do you think it is better to be uh, curtailing your message depending on the audience that you're approaching? Or do you think it's better to be just an unabashed libertarian or ANCAP and then let the chips fall where they may? I think that there are ways to be diplomatic about every single thing that we believe in. And there, there are ways we can that we don't have to be violently offensive to people. We don't have to, you know, promote things in a way that will constantly have people taken aback by the way we promote them. It's mm-hmm. just, it's not necessary. At the same time, you know, so people people try to kind of equate biting your tongue with censoring yourself, which is not the same thing. I mean, you're just avoiding saying things in an extremely offensive way. You don't have to be that way all the time, mm-hmm. because if you're that way all the time, a lot of people are turned off by it. But if you're just simply somebody who's honest about what you believe, I, I, I think that's the best way to go, and that's the way we built our page. Now, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second on that point. I feel like that there's, because I, I know this is a meme in of itself, there's those types that say that, well, you're, you're responsible, you know, in part for being a representative of this movement. So when you do say something like... I mean, it's like, yes. how can you say something like that when you yes. have a page You're responsible for everyone's first impression of libertarianism. Yes. <laughs> But those people would say that you've already crossed that line. You're already being in- offensive for the sake of being offensive. Well, people like that are responsible for everybody's first impression of libertarianism. And if people like that aren't telling the truth about what libertarianism is, then they're giving a bad first impression. It's a dishonest first impression. Okay. 
I think that's fair. Yeah. So let's so let's skip forward a little bit. So Liberty Memes is cruising, but what what at what point would you say in in recent events, say the last three six months or so, that things have really ter- taken a more uh, aggressive turn for the worse as it pertains to to Facebook? Well, there was an amount of time that we were what we like to call unsuckable. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the smaller pages with around 50, 60, 70,000 followers uh, even or less, anytime they had something offensive, maybe their third violation meant you're gone, you're off. They would disable the page. But Liberty Memes was cruising right along since we made Drudge Report. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't want to touch us. In fact, they had a meeting of their board of directors to actually put back all the stuff they had taken down. Mm-hmm. So there were you know, several memes that were viral during the presidential campaign that they had taken down, and they put them all back at the at the uh, direction of their board of directors over this issue. Hmm. So nice. whenever we would get a warning, it would just say, this is a warning that you posted something offensive, stop doing it. Mm-hmm. But it would never say, we're going to take your page down. And then suddenly, last week, it happened. Yeah, yeah took us down and we were we were up to almost 600,000 followers we wow. were reaching uh, depending on the virality of our content that month we were going somewhere between 40 and 100 million views per month yeah wow so so okay so there's there's this there's been this change of tone all, obviously all of a sudden uh, it, it, there was this sudden shift in Facebook's policy. Now, we had actually spoken before the show talking about how, uh, going on about two weeks now, uh, there was deplatformings of a lot of pages. Your, your, you know, your anti-cop. Well, I shouldn't even say anti-cop. It's more police transparency pages, Free Thought Project. Those sorts of folks were were deplatformed. But it seemed like Liberty Memes was safe. So what happened? Yeah, they, it seems like they have like. They have their catch-alls that they'll go to whenever they do something like this. So when they did the big, huge purge on October 11th, the news, the people who actually covered it, and it didn't get covered much, mm-hmm. the people who covered it said, oh, well, Facebook told us it's because they were spamming. And they were posting spamming links, and they were using unverified accounts. Mm-hmm. So they just shut them all down. And yeah. then when it came to us, they didn't even tell us why. So now people are theorizing, oh, is it because you were spammy? Is it because you were mm-hmm. not verified? Is it because just because you're violating the terms and conditions? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there were even some very influential libertarian pages who told us that we had been warned before and it's our own fault. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't I don't really want to go there because that's just that's going down I'm a black not, hole. I'm not going to do that. But yeah. the the fact is that it exists. So yeah. when censorship happens, when people are censored in this way and completely cut off from their audience, you know, it can get lonely. People you thought were your allies will say, "Well, I don't want to get shut down too, so I'm not going to mention." You. Sure. Well, one thing I I, I want to point to is now that we're talking about the the recent kind of deplatforming issue, is you had mentioned just earlier in this talk, Liberty Memes is not something you guys were just doing a few minutes a day and a few a couple of months later it was a sensation. This is something that was was literally years of work in the making. So this is this is not a little thing to have been erased. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, true. We, I mean, we posted all the time around the clock, the two of us, and it's just the two of us, two brothers. Um, and anytime something spicy came across the desk, boom, put it up on the page. Yeah. So, so, all right, take us, take us a little bit further forward then. So you guys attempted to reestablish yourself to try to reconnect with that community with uh, Liberty Memes 2.0. And, and it, so, so tell me a little bit about what you guys did immediately following the original page going down. And then tell me a little bit about what happened in the community. So a couple of things. I had a page called Dank Liberty Memes, and mm-hmm. it existed for the sole purpose of posting anything that I didn't feel would get past the granny filter to go onto the main page. That's one rule that we had was we wanted to reach a broad audience and be as honest as possible, but not be obscene about it. Mm-hmm. And the Dank Liberty Means page like loaded with some obscene content. And the funny thing is that I had built that and it had about 40,000 followers and it was basically dormant. It was maybe every couple months I might find something to pour it over there. Mm-hmm. And the PG pager is the one that got taken down. Yeah. Not the one that was filled with, you know, obscenity and, and, and stuff that would make you gasp when you first saw it. And that's actually the reason I had that page was specifically for anything that made me say the F word in my head. Mm-hmm. And I don't curse. But anything that would make me say a curse word in my head when I saw it, yeah, I was like, okay, this goes over there. Okay. Well, that's, that's interesting that you're uh, policing yourself, but then... So I, so I did that. I had that page, and that was just kind of a backup, and it became Liberty Means 2.0. Okay. Um, just started posting there. Uh, we, we posted a rally, a rally cry to people to come and help us out. Sure. Uh, wanted to raise some money through our Patreon uh, so that we can we can build a website, we can build an app, we can have a, a, an unzuckable platform that we could even share to Facebook through without the you know without the risk that it's going to get taken down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we still we don't want to make like a platform that's just an echo chamber because there's a lot of those out there right now. And they're sure. like, well, they can't censor us over at this place. But who's on that place? It's yes. just us. Yeah. Yes. So it's more like an echo chamber. And we don't want that. We want to have shareable content that we can still have it on Facebook or wherever the people are Yeah. Uh, that are in, in that echo chamber. Anyway, so we did that. We did save Liberty Memes, hashtag save Liberty Memes. And just out of the blue, once again, the exact same thing happened. Boom. Liberty Memes 2.0. Boom. Yeah. Well, I, I so, want to... Liberty Memes 3.0. <laughs> and we got um, – and one thing I did want to mention, I have a Facebook group with 15,000 people in it. Mm-hmm. And those people are Liberty Memes supporters in general. Mm-hmm. And so when this came down, they were able to help us repopulate the page with people and, and with likes. And so this can still get shared and, and the content can still go viral. Sure. Uh, so that's up to somewhere between fifteen and 20,000 followers right now. Mm-hmm. And that's just the last few days. And, of course, it could get taken down at any second. They don't mm-hmm. tell us what posts violate standards anymore. Mm-hmm. They've never – they haven't in, – in almost a year, they haven't actually sent us the image that gets our page a warning. Yeah. So we have no idea what we're doing. Um, yeah. So at any moment, they could just get taken down. And – 
there was another uh, libertarian organization called We Are Libertarians. They did an interview of me. Mm-hmm. And a later, the guy who did the interview got his account taken down. And he had never in his life gotten a warning for violating standards. Mm-hmm. And his account just got suspended and they scrubbed through and found something that was over a year old as a reason to do that. Wow. Uh, I should also mention that the day that the main Liberty Memes page got taken down, my personal account got a 30-day suspension as well. And this happened half an hour later. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't even been online yet. I hadn't even been online to see the page taken down or to see it. So I log into my account and I'm told I'm suspended for 30 days. For a post that I made that was actually several months old of Hillary Clinton eating Tide Pods. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Yeah. It's funny. It took Hillary Clinton eating Tide Pods and noshing out Tide Pods was a cultural phenomenon. And it's funny to make memes about it. Yeah. And Hillary Clinton. I mean, it's just art. Yeah. And I was told this violates standards and your account's gone for 30 days. Yeah. Well, I, I want to switch gears again really quick just because I, I want our audience to understand it's it's not just a meme page that was taken down or is under attack. So Liberty Memes – I mean Liberty Memes as a community was a part of a whole lot more good than just sharing a few laughs. Tell us a little yeah. bit about what you guys had been up to leading up to that point. Yeah, I'm really bad at keeping track of lists of things in my head. But the Liberty Memes community, through the Liberty Memes page and the, and the group, have raised, I estimate, somewhere around seventy five dollars and $100,000 for various charitable wow. causes. Wow. And that was just starting in March when we were inspired by volunteerism in action to help them raise money for a girl who needed a kidney. Now, wow. we weren't paying for a kidney. <laughs> to be clear associated yeah. with getting a new kid yes anyway so we helped her raise thirty thousand dollars and then we we're like you know we could do this again for somebody else it sure. took a week next week we could raise whatever for anybody and then one of our page followers said you know what uh, my husband and i have become disabled and we've fallen behind on our mortgage payments and we're at like twelve thousand behind to keep out of foreclosure Mm-hmm. So, so what did we do? We did it. And it took a week, and here's your money. We don't, we don't worry about it. She's got her house now. Um, and then somebody said, you know, hey, uh, a friend of mine died tragically and suddenly. She was very young, and the family didn't have anything set aside for a funeral. Can you help with that? Here's, here's a couple grand. Well, and it just kept going that way. Yeah. And it wasn't. Sometimes it was money raised through us for the causes we wanted to do personally, like go out and feed the homeless, like go to North Carolina to help with the hurricane relief and find people who needed help, mm-hmm. um, or to go and be speakers at events. I mean, even even cheesy stuff like, hey, um, we're going to do a live stream tonight. Who wants to buy us our bottle of scotch? <laughs> you know, but that, that benefited us, sure. But mm-hmm. we also have this community where if someone has a need – the market decides if they're going to help it, but yeah. we're going to allow it through. Mm-hmm. So we do have this, this network of people who are learning about the volunteeristic society, um, this idea that you 
don't need to run to daddy government for every single want and need. Right. Mm-hmm. That if something you have an urgency, you can come to libertarian people and say, hey, you guys want to help out? And we're like, yeah, sure. We don't think the government should do it. Uh, we don't have to do it, but we like doing it. And, and I think it, it puts our best foot forward as libertarians. So, so skipping back forward, I mean that that's that's such an awesome message, and I, and I really hope that that's something that we can communicate on the show today. And I know we had talked about uh, writing a corresponding article. That's really the message I want to communicate: is that when you when you talk about neckbeards and keyboard warriors and being in your basement and all those types of things, we want to put our money where our mouth is and and talk about how our principles work, like they actually can make positive change in the world. And you guys were doing that, and not only were you doing that, but you were using a, a platform like Facebook, which is a social media platform, which one would think that social networking, as, as you just described it, is precisely what we would want on that platform. Yeah, you would think that that's exactly what Facebook would want. They would want to yes. see Facebook changing lives and making the world better. Yes. I mean, you, you And could... we were doing that. We had one guy in our group who had an unexpected foot surgery and was out of work. And he was like, you know what would really help my recovery process? So I'm okay on savings and my medical bills, but my wife will not let me spring for a Nintendo Switch, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were like, hey, you're going to be laid up in bed for a week and a half. Why don't we make you comfortable? And I said, hey, everybody, let's spring to get this guy a Nintendo Switch. And boom, within a day, he raised his 650 bucks to get the Switch nice. and few games. Wow, that, awesome. that that that. And it's just yeah. like making people happy and making yeah. lives better, just because we can, and because we mm-hmm. have the amount of people to do stuff like that with just like a two or three or four dollar chicken. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the the entrepreneur and the marketer in me would think if I'm if I'm managing Facebook and I have a story like yours where people are raising money through a community of social networking on our platform to help people, like. I, I wanna I wanna make a trailer out of that and put it on our homepage. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, you know, this is great PR for Facebook. Yes. Uh, everybody's really everybody's really pissed at us right now about that election tampering that was alleged <laughs> two years ago. So let's show everybody, you know, that some of those people that we that we have around here aren't just spamming memes. They're yeah. they're spamming memes and helping people. Yeah. And so, it's funny, I, I don't even like to say spamming memes because People want the memes. Yeah. Yes. They wouldn't have come to our page in the first place. if It's the charity that they don't want that they learn to like once they find the memes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so really, the meme pages are leading people to make the world a better place before yeah. the charity places. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so let's skip fat, back forward to present day. I, I want you to say a few words about this phenomenon that we're currently experiencing, which is people. the community at large sees that Liberty Memes is in danger. And so now every single day I, I log on, I see like 50 new pages that look and smell like Liberty Memes with a slightly different title. And, yeah. I, know, and I, saw your, I saw your bastardized uh, – uh, uh, Japanese general quote of behind every blade of grass is another Liberty memes page. So uh, did yeah. you expect that kind of pouring out? There was this one meme that came out yesterday. It said, did you ever just Liberty meme just to flex on a Zuck nigga? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hilarious. It was like, everybody's just going to Liberty meme now as a, 
as a verb. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Peter thought that it was fantastic. You know, me, I first look at that, I'm like, all oh, these imposters, they just want to rise up out of crashes. <laughs> or whatever, because I'm more on the promotional side of keeping Liberty Memes going. And Peter was like, no, 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 this is great. This is decentralized. Liberty Memes diaspora. This has become a movement. Yes. And everybody's like, yeah, I'm Liberty Memes. And not just with the hashtag Just We Liberty Memes, but actually showing up with Liberty Memes clothes on saying I'm Liberty Memes. I, I did and three I, amigos. I think it's, you know? <laughs> it's like the three amigos at the end of the movie where all the village people dress like the amigos. And you couldn't figure out who was doing well, it. it it's but not, it was like a big well, thing and the bad guys couldn't well, get him all, you know. Well, would, would, you, would you say I have a, a plethora? A plethora. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just about to say uh, I saw, I did see the Spartacus meme of yeah. all, the, all the gladiators standing up <laughs> saying I am Liberty memes and everybody's got the <laughs> FBI falls, FBI terror plot face. Yeah, there's a slim shady one too. It's like little real liberty memes. Please stand up. <laughs> yeah. So so let's uh, let's uh, we probably have maybe like another I, well, I, I, before you before you go to the next thing, if I may. Yeah. Um, please. I don't like to report on rumors until they're confirmed, but I do know that last time we were taken down, there was a boardroom meeting. Mm-hmm. And some people have already been room- passing around rumors. They're like, oh, I've got family over at Facebook. I won't tell you who they are, but they're already meeting about what to do about this barrage of new Liberty Memes pages. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that – I asked them, it's, but it's just a conspiracy theory at the moment. Sure. It, it comes a time when all this stuff comes down and you're like, yeah, maybe you're just a coincidence theorist. Yeah. Well, so that this- – I think they're really conspiring to get rid of the Liberty Voice on the internet. Uh, yeah, I think they are too. I actually yeah. saw a really neat little presentation that Michael Malice just did where he was saying t- the two things that he's most interested in is one, the people who remain versus the people who get deplatformed because there's always going to be kind of that debate of well so-and-so is better or worse than so-and-so but they're still up and this page is down and there has like there has to be unless you think it's random there has to be some sort of rhyme or reason as to how their decision making is getting made and 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 his thought was is that they they want to he uh, and, and this is a conspiracy theorist sort of thing, but but Michael Malice is a smart guy. He tends to think that they will leave more poisonous voices in place and get rid of the genuine liberty voices, mm-hmm. so that they can then point to those people and say, "Look, there's a bunch of Nazis around. Aren't you glad that we're here protecting you?" So they want to deplatform the legitimate liberty voices, but sort of kind of indirectly prop up the genuinely negative voices. I mean, it's an interesting theory, but some of the more aggressive pages were taken down first. I mean, I, I like Michael Malice, and he interviewed me last week, and mm-hmm. I thought it was really nice. Um, but I, It's an interesting theory, but mm-hmm. some of those bigger pages, I mean, like Alex Jones was taken down, and Anti-Media was taken down, yes. and Free Thought Project was taken down. All of them were taken down. Um, and some of them were more aggressive and in your face with that kind of thing. They weren't racist. Yeah. Don't want no, to no, no, give no. that. They weren't Nazis. But, I yes. mean, they were really extreme with the ANCAP and Liberty message. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know. Um, you even suggested to me in a phone call a few days ago that what they did with Liberty memes was planned maybe even before 
they took down all those other pages. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I'm... when they got rid of all those other pages, it made some news. And then mm-hmm. they waited until that news cycle died down. And if you reported on Liberty Memes being taken down, it would just be repetitious of what just happened in the last news cycle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe that a thousand percent. I'm, I'm, yeah. not a, I'm not a big fan of coincidence. Uh, I had actually offer, authored an article that was published by Mises talking about the deplatformings of those previous sites that you had just mentioned. Uh, of course, Alex Jones was back in like August. That was the first of August, and he was a big one. And a lot of people weren't willing to rush to his defense because they thought, well, he's not, he's not a, a strong enough of an e-martyr, so they didn't go to him. And, and wherever you stand on that, okay, fine, whatever. But when this I next... Mean, we made we made memes about it because yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, he's the, he's the guy who he's the friggin' frogs guy. Yeah, and so exactly. You know, like, when they took him down, we were like, they just made the friggin' Facebook gay. <laughs> yeah, and but with that's this- funny. At the same time, we defended him. I mean, some people got the wrong impression. Oh, how dare you make jokes at a time like this? His page yes, got taken out. We defended him and we made jokes because that's yeah. what we do. Yeah, but it, but that's what you've always done. Right. It's not like that's weird just to Alex Jones. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, but with this I'm, most recent round, there was more of a dust-up about it, in my opinion. There was more people speaking out harshly towards the platforms. But you you and I both are smart enough to know that the news cycle, I mean, what, a few days, a week, a couple of weeks, and the news cycle comes and goes. And now we're, we're on to whatever the next outrage is, and that's when Liberty Memes goes down. I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah, no. Yes, and, and we've already reached out to a lot of different uh, media that's been favorable to us in the past. And either they say, well, we don't really think that this is connected to the purge, mm-hmm. or they've told us that it's an old story already. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the gold standard didn't say that, now, no, did they, David? Didn't. No, yeah. the gold standard doesn't believe that his, at all. His name, Alan Mosley, was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. We gotta bounce some of these theories off of this guy. Let's yeah, exactly. Well, let, let me let's let's wrap up with this one. So, what are Peter and David, the uh, Liberty memes spectacular? What is the strategy today? What are you guys up to? Well, I think that the whole zucking and having to battle Zuck and having to spend time talking about it and talking about what to do on Facebook. I think mm-hmm. a lot of it is just a distraction that's keeping us right now from moving forward with what we're always supposed to do. And that's bring the Liberty message to new people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that right now it, it can get really nauseating where, you know, seeing post after post save Liberty means look what Zuck did. Yeah. And then it comes to a point where like, yeah, okay. But what are you guys about? Yeah. So I don't want to just flood the airwaves with this stuff constantly i would like Mm -hmm. to get back to what it is that we do and that's promoting liberty and voluntary charity sure yeah our plans for that um in one sense we have a patreon and patreon exists to reward people who create such platforms uh so people pay us money they give us a couple bucks and the richer we get on that obviously the more time we can dedicate to doing what we do right what's the patreon link it is patreon.com slash liberty memes. All right. You can't, you can't miss that. Patreon.com slash liberty memes. That's right. And so as long as they let us stay up on Patreon, that's another opportunity for us to raise money to do, first of all, whatever we want because it's income. Yeah. Sure. I want to be very clear about that. I'm a capitalist and it's an opportunity for me to make money for mm-hmm. liberty memes to make money. And I don't see anything wrong with that. After all the dedication we've given, some people choose to appreciate and chip in a couple bucks to something that they love. 
and that's actually like a primary tenet of libertarianism. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we make money. And with that, the more we make, the more we can set aside and dedicate to doing good things. Um, we are paying for a website to be developed. We're paying for an app to be developed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to even put up physical digital billboards around the country wow. that say yeah. something to the effect of libertymemes.com, the page Facebook doesn't want you to see. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I mean that- these are all things that we can do to bring it back to the real world and then use those platforms to get back to work and stay on message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll let you have the last word after this last one. Do you think just just tell me in your heart of hearts today? Do you think the original Liberty Memes is coming back on Facebook, or do you think that ship has sailed? It could. It's been deactivated. It hasn't been deleted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have seen a couple other pages been given a second chance. It could happen. I don't hold out a lot of hope for it because they haven't responded responded to us in over a week. But yeah. It could. But the door is open. Like, um, you know, I think that the best way to make that happen and to keep other pages from getting deleted is for the Liberty Movement to stay together on this and continue reporting on it until it actually makes national news. Yeah. Because even when the big purge happened a couple of weeks ago, they did not do what they needed to do to make sure it made national and international news. Yeah. They did not. It was like, yeah, okay, we know Facebook is shutting people down. Let's all quit Facebook. Instead of saying, hey, let's reach out to everybody we know right now and make sure that this makes hey around the world. Yeah. And I think that, I think it's critical. Um, if you want to see Liberty Memes get back up, that's one thing you have to do. If you want to keep all the other pages that are still up from being next, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you, David, with, with very much sincerity, I've, I've always – been a fan of you guys. I've always enjoyed Liberty Memes. And something we talk about on the show a number of times is that I, we don't just believe in the free market as an economic concept. We also believe in the free market of ideas. And and part of the free market of ideas means, yeah, Facebook, they you know, they own that company. They can do with it what they want. Yeah, right. don't don't at me with that BS. Right. The 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 whole point of a free market socially is that you're you are absolutely open to criticize people when they deserve criticism. Yeah, give them a point. They deserve it on no. that. Now you're going to get me going. Yes. This, this last word time, but now you're going to get me going. All is right, Facebook give it to us. truly a private company if everything that they're doing is at the behest and even payment of the federal government and the governments around the world? Yes. Amen. I, is, it just, is it just Facebook discriminating, discriminating against content, or is it the federal government directly censoring views that would cause the current system to be in, in jeopardy? Yeah. Well, if you're asking me, then obviously I, I believe number two. I, I think that they the, – the fact that I already believe soundly that this was a concerted effort, this was planned in advance – you know why? Why would a why would a private company be making plans? You know, weeks or even months in advance to censor a group on its platform that draws millions of traffic to its platform. I don't know about you, but if I had a website with the kind of reach and traffic that Facebook had, and I was running ads on it, I wouldn't be censoring people on my site that was generating millions of clicks. But no that's way. just me. Yeah. But if there's no economic cost to you for doing it, if you're not actually losing money at doing it. Because you're being subsidized yes. by the federal government and by PACs and by other organizations that are connected 
you know, loosely affiliated so they can hide behind it, that it's not directly coordinated by the government, uh, then you can do it because you're still making the same amount of money. They're like, hey, don't worry, you're going to lose followers. Don't worry, you lose market share because we'll just reimburse. Yes. Yes, and, and in that sense, they they absolutely deserve any any negative I mean, thing that comes their gets, way. That's how the market gets distorted in anything. Yes. Uh, I mean, you look at the look at the housing bubble. Yeah, the yeah. same thing. You look at all the stuff like that, and it's like, yeah, we'll we'll take care of you if anything happens. Yeah, exactly. So you know, if 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 I want to end on a positive note for this this week, personally, it's that we we can talk about market distortions. We can talk about Facebook being in bed with government. But what I really want the message to be about is that liberty memes. You you've heard it from the man himself. It's not about just being offensive for the sake of being offensive. It's not just about trying to spread a message in a way that's not going to grow the movement. It, it's about spreading the, the the correct message. It's about telling the truth. Yeah. And it's about helping people, genuinely helping people improve their lives in, 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 in very direct and financial ways, which is sometimes the best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, people get kind of weird about money. Sure. You know, oh, how could you give money to somebody you don't know? How could you, how could you give to this cause or that cause? Listen, money helps. Mm-hmm. Yes. If somebody has some sort of a need or even just is short on money. Money helps. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Why not make them happen? Right. I like I like this idea that people come to the page for entertainment, and every once in a while they get a little extra out of it, and maybe it even changes their life, mm-hmm. or even they're not the ones directly benefiting from the financing, but they've learned themselves to be charitable and love yeah. it, and have mm-hmm. seen the direction that the liberty movement take by being that way. Right. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. David Gay, admin two of Liberty Memes. Brother, thank you so much for yeah. being on the show. Are there, any other, are there any other thoughts or links or anything you want to share with us before we go? If you appreciate things that Liberty Memes does, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash Liberty Memes. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash right. Liberty Memes. And I'm pretty sure you can afford at least yeah. a couple of dollars. Yeah. For- it's a two-buck two sign-up minimum. Yeah, there you go. Two two dollars sign up minimum in exchange. It's just not that. It's just not that deep. I mean, yeah. some people get really mad. They're like, "I'm not paying you two dollars for memes. Memes are free." And I'm like, you know, fine, don't. If you don't get what it is that we yeah. do, and you think it's just memes, mm-hmm. don't. I don't want. I don't want your money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll take it. But if you <laughs> don't, if you don't get it, and you're like, I, you think that it's paying for memes, then. And don't chip in, yeah. whatever. Right. Well, you've heard it here. Yep. It, they don't want your money. You heard that right. No, I'm just <laughs> no, kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hook them up. That's right. Guys, go to patreon.com slash liberty memes. That's right. Support liberty memes. They've, they've given years worth the, what did you say, 30,000, 40,000 memes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but the other message I do want to wrap up with, yes, actually, please. if you are outraged by what is going on or if you think that this is something that libertarians need to speak out about then you need to be the one to do it yes. uh, anybody yeah. who's listening to this if you have a Facebook page type up a rant if yeah. you have a blog, blog about it if you have a, a podcast make a podcast about it and if you know anybody in independent media in major media in student media Tell them to write about this because it's the only way we're going to be able to slow this down and keep having a voice for the liberty message on various uh, 
you know, on the most popular uh, forms of social media. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love the message. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to do our part, David. Guys, you can catch this on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Right. Facebook.com slash TGS Alan Mosley, because we haven't been kicked off yet, unlike yeah. some people we know. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Ron Paul Revolution. I mean, this guy's the real deal. That's a statement if there ever was one. Uh, this, our, is, yeah. this stuff that we've been doing, this is how we keep the Ron Paul Revolution going. Yes. yes. Amen. Keep it up. Yeah. Until the next, the next generation of Ron Pauls comes along and it's their turn. Yeah. But there's not going to be a next generation of Ron Pauls if we're not spreading the message. That's right. So we got to keep it up. You know, let me tell you something. So we keep saying we're going to wrap up. Yeah. But every time I run into a fellow Liberty Memes fan or a Larry Sharp fan or somebody who calls himself Libertarian. Sure. I've got a stack, I've got a stack of these in my car. Ooh, look at that. Ooh. And I give these to them. I wow. say, hey, you want a Paul coin? <laughs> I just give it to him. <laughs> All right. Well, so Blake will give you our address so you can give us our coin. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> because you, I mean, we ran into each other, sort of, kind of. Yeah. I mean, we're down yeah. here in Tennessee, yeah. but I mean, it's basically like this is the volunteer state, David. <laughs> yes, so is. we're volunteering to help you out, <laughs> David, brother. Thank you so much for being on the show, Thanks, man. Sir. We appreciate it. All right. Always for liberty. All right, guys. Yes, sir. We will see you next week.